Hello and welcome to Food Neighbourhoods on Monocle Radio. My name is Chiara Rimella and once again we visit the places locals love for their food and drink. The southern French city of Avignon is probably best known internationally for its summertime cultural festival and, historically, as the home of popes for half a century. Perhaps because of this and the fact that it is located roughly equidistant from two great food cities, Lyon and Marseille, its culinary reputation tends to be rather overshadowed. But with the help of local food guide Julien Dubièvre, Monocle correspondent Michael Booth visited the Provençal city to unearth some of its specialties, which range from unique pastries to archaeological cheese, olives and, to finish, a wonderful lamb recipe. Take a listen. We're here right in the heart of Provence. We're halfway between the mountains and the Mediterranean. So we enjoy quite a diversity in terms of landscape scenery and also natural resources. So we have lots of traditional recipes and you can add to that the, the location. We ride on the Rhone River and Avignon, it's a wine capital. We are here right in the heart of the Côte du Rhone wine region. Where are we now? We're right Julia. here in front of a, a bakery shop called Violette. They go with the old-fashioned way. They sell the bread by weight. Look, this sole big country bread is uh, all together maybe, I don't know, two meters long. And it's about oh, five, God, six yeah. kilos. You just show what you want. They cut it for you. It's very traditional here. It's what we call sacristain. In a church, the sacristy, it's where the religious service is set up, right? The person we call the sacristain, it's actually the priest assistant. No food before church, huh? no food prior church. So no wonder why, look, there is a church right here. It's always the same thing here. It's a church and a bakery. And a oh, bar. And a bar. That's the way the city is designed. Huh? And a bakery. Why? Because back in the days, on Sunday morning, after the religious service was over, everybody left church and rushed to the bakery to get their bread. But the poor sacristan, the priest assistant, was the last person to leave the church and basically the last person to get to the bakery. So when he got to the bakery, he got the leftovers. And this is what we're going to taste right now. We call it sacristain. It's the easiest thing. A puff pastry, toasted almonds, powdered sugar, egg white, and a bit of butter, always. That, that sounds fantastic. Let's go give it a try. Bonjour. Look, twisted. It's supposed to refer to the walking stick the sacristan is holding. I thought that was French, but I figured out that it's more of a Provence recipe, and even more Provence, I would say it's Avignon, originally speaking. Okay. You're going to give it a try? Let's try one, yeah. I'm going to end up with the uh, icing sugar all over me. Yes. Yeah. I do the laundry, no problem. Mmm. <laughs> butter. Butter. Good butter. Almonds. Mm. The Fugas. Yeah. Fugas Provence, yeah. Fugas Provence. Actually, this looks a bit different. Alors, these ones, look, it's written on it. What we call Fugas, it's actually a flavored bread, kind mm. of. It's like a brioche dough, but they can come sweet or savory. If you go savory, that's a real traditional tradition in Provence. They come with uh, uh, olives. olives, green or black, pork rind sometimes, anchovies, onions. Or you also have the fougas sweet, and look, that one is called la fougas d'aigue morte. Aigue morte, it's a town nearby here, right, in Camargue. This fougas here, it's flavored with orange blossom water. We are known to make full-bodied wines here. 
It's just the way it is. We have 300 days of sunshine in the year. The more you have sun, the more you have sugar into the grapes. The more you have sugars into the grapes, the more you have alcohol. And that's probably why we take a nap after lunch. We're not lazy, <laughs> we're drunk, okay? You should get that printed on some t-shirts. <laughs> We, we're now get, I'm taking you into the belly of Avignon. That's the, the mar food market we call Leal. Producers, local producers, you have up to 40 different stalls and from anything you need, from cheese to meat to olives, uh, whatever. So the charcuterie in, in Provence, how, how's that different? Let me introduce you to my dear friend Emily, a family-run business here called Filière. They've been around for what? Maison Filière, uh, 1895. Est-ce que vous parlez anglais? Oh, no, just with a little bit. La spécialité d'Avignon, la caillette. La caillette. It's made with pork and herbs. And it's wrapped in what's in English called coal fat. Yeah, that's it. Uh, crep, crep, well, we call it crepine. Crepine. Voilà, crepine, oui, crepine. It's baked. And this is Avignon. Yes. Oh, yeah. Provençal. Okay. And a beautiful fromagerie here. Oh, yeah. And, and I guess we're talking about goat's milk cheeses if we're here, right? We definitely are. Goat cheese and sheep cheese are very local. Look, this is Julia. Let me introduce you to Julia. Bonjour, Julia. Look at the cheeses here. Here, look, they have more than maybe 300 different types of cheeses. Right. Alors, local Provence, as you said, there is a real focus with the goat milk and sheep. This is what they call chebri. It's goat and uh, sheep together in the cheese. You know, I'm not joking, but it's absolutely fantastic. It's beautiful, like it? But it's really good. Super tangy, sharp, fresh. Oh. Over oh, there. Oh, yeah, look at These that. These are the ones. It looks like something dug up from an archaeological, yeah, archaeological kind of. yeah, dig yeah. or something. It's a bit of uh, cheese archaeology, more than a year. Do you want to give it a try? You know, yeah, it would be, it'd be great to try some. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, it's okay. It's okay. really, really strong. It's, How would you describe it? It's strong, that? bitter, nutty. It's just on the very edge of edible yeah, for me. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Same you? for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need it. We need a drink. We, need, yeah, we cool. need a glass of wine or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And there's an amazing array of olives in front of these. Oh, yeah. Most are from Provence. We have our own varietals. We have five different kinds. And like we do for wines, we can have them uh, blend them together or do like pure single varietals. And uh, the olive oil here, it's uh, nothing in volumes compared to some Italy or Greece or Spain. It's more of a niche production, but as you know, we have some AOC olives like Nyons, Les Beaux de Provence down here. And uh, the olive oil and the olives, they have their, their own character. Talking about fruits, peaches, apricots, strawberries, cherries and melons. The melons, Cantaloupe, they're very sugary and we're very nearby a town called Cavaillon, well famous in France, Le Melon de Cavaillon. What's the time of year for August or? Uh, July and August, July and August. And final stop, the butchers. The butchers. And when I think about Provence and Avignon, I think about lamb, is that right? Oh yeah, definitely lamb. And uh, talking about traditional recipes, there is something I made uh, three days ago, not just in France, but every place would have its own kind of uh, version of a stew, red wine marinated or wine marinated meat. Here we have a recipe called la daube, D-A-U-B-E, 
Traditionally in Provence, this recipe is made with lamb meat. La dobe avignonaise, there is a recipe really from Avignon with lamb meat and white wine. Very easy wow. recipe, uh, like a shoulder, uh, lamb meat cut in chunks, cut in chunks. You're gonna marinate it in, in white wine with carrots, bay leaves, onions, garlic, cloves, a bit of a celery. I also add a um, bouquet garni. I had a fresh orange juice or uh, a zest of it, an orange, and you make a marinade if you have time. If you don't have time, it's okay. Then you just take off all the meat from the marinade and you're gonna brown it into with olive oil. And then you add your marinated wine and vegetables on top, the whole thing. And you're gonna stew it for hours. And at How one point, three hours? Two or three hours, yeah. And very low temperature. Yeah. When the sauce gets really reduced, you know, a little thicker, you're gonna add few olives and you serve that with steamed potatoes or rice from Camargue or pastas or whatever. When I do that with uh, red wine, I'll give you a little tip. My grandmother used to thicken the sauce with just a little bit of dark chocolate. Thanks, Michael. For more food and drink stories, tune into the menu every Friday at 2000 London time. I'm Chiara Rimella. Thank you for listening.